Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Good Tuesday evening, everyone, and welcome to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana Thornton, and I am so honored and thrilled you have opted to join us live this very Tuesday night, June 7th, 2016. I welcome you to a program that offers news talk for literally every single member of your household. You know, over the last three years, we have presented the exclusive interviews on every Every topic with the leading experts and celebrity guests available. Now, we cover the topics of health, law, politics, education, and pop culture, and truly so much more. So we aim to keep you informed. That's our mission. Let's Talk America Radio offers news, talk, and dynamic music. Now, I would highly encourage you to hashtag LTA Radio right now, LTA Radio, and let others know that you are tuned in live to your weekly family radio talk show that always features informative and engaging show topics and guests. Well, speaking of our show topics and guests tonight, we have an amazing lineup for you. Our featured interview tonight is a health one on lower back pain. That's right, I said it, lower back pain that so many people suffer from. And this conversation will be led with popular retired pharmacist and nutritional expert, David Foreman. You want to hear this very brief segment. He offers his advice on how to truly cope and address the very common and worrisome problem. We will also spotlight opiate use. That's right, opiate use. There's been a lot of information in the news lately about it. We're going to talk about opiates with leading surgeon, Dr. Scott Sigmund. Now, he's going to talk about addiction and abuse of some of the most popular pain drugs out there on the market. You want to hear this, stay with us, and truly listen into this segment with someone you love. Also, we will have an exclusive with New York chef, Seamus Mullen. He talks fresh foods and cooking at home. He happens to believe that healthy food can actually taste good. So you want to hear this one also. And lastly tonight, we will hear from another culinary expert. I'm talking about chef, food writer, and television host, Catherine DiOrio. She joins me to talk why we want to stay at home and cook. Now, this is an interesting one. She's going to make a very valid argument why you should probably stop going to fast food and other restaurants and stay at home. So, hey, I certainly want to hear this, and I want you to join me in it. Well, and of course, we will present our signature in the news, where we highlight the top trending news of the hour, and we also will feature music tonight of Mr. Country Fly. You want to hear this musical selection with Father's Day quickly approaching. This particular track is dedicated to all of the dads out there. Well, we have one impressive lineup for you tonight. Again, I would highly encourage you to please hashtag LTA Radio right now on your favorite social media outlet. Is it Twitter? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? 
Instagram, if it's Snapchat, whatever it is, please hashtag it, okay? And we're out there on your various social media sites. So join us right now as we keep the conversation live through this live broadcast. Please, right now, message all of your family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, literally everyone you know, and let them know that Let's Talk America Radio with host Shana Thornton is on right now, okay? We try to keep you informed. That's our mission. All right, we'll be right back. We have an amazing show for you tonight. It's not a very long one. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Do you need to see a doctor today and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baruti and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. It was Out of Love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by sensational author James Marr. It's a powerful book that will truly inspire you. In this bizarre but true love story, a husband unravels the mystery surrounding his wife's 30-year deception and discovers the true meaning of God's grace and forgiveness. All readers will gain from this phenomenal life story. Get a copy of the book for yourself or for a loved one. Download the free ebook at www.itwasoutoflove.com. Again, get your free ebook version of this phenomenal book by visiting www.itwasoutoflove.com. It was out of love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by Arthur James Marr. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Welcome back, everyone. A special thanks to all of our national partners and sponsors. Your support truly is priceless. Thanks for sticking with us, okay? Also, I'd be remiss if I did not extend a special acknowledgement out to all of our weekly dedicated listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk America Radio every week. And I recognize that many of you uh, may be going back to listening to the podcast, okay? So thanks for catching the episode wherever you can. We truly appreciate it. Do know that the Replay Podcast is available if you uh, listen to half of the show or all of the show, or if it's your very first time, check it out. You can do that by visiting our direct website on Blog Talk Radio. That's www.blogtalkradio.com slash Shana Thornton. You can also join us on TuneIn, which is a popular site to catch some podcasts, or also on iTunes. Whatever is your preference, check us out. We are out there. Just simply search Let's Talk America. America, 
with host Shana Thornton. Well, everyone, if this is your first time listening to the show or your fifth time, you should know that it's time for our signature in the news, where we highlight the top trending national and global news of the hour. Friendly reminder, Let's Talk America Radio has collaborated with the acclaimed SCB-TV Channel 182 out of Georgia, where we present the televised edition of In the News, okay? So check out that footage. The quickest way is to go directly to the show's website, and that is www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Again, that's www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com, and there you will find the link to our Vimeo page, and you can watch all of the televised footage there up in the news. We keep you informed. But right now, it's time to kick off our new audio edition of In the News for June 7, 2016. In the news, legendary boxing great passes. Three-time world boxing champion Muhammad Ali has died. Ali battled Parkinson's disease for nearly three decades. It's being reported that he was hospitalized recently for a respiratory illness. The international public figure was 74 years old. In the news, tropical storm expected in Florida. Tropical storm Colin is expected to bring rain, high winds, and even flooding in the threat of tornadoes to Florida and the southern region of Georgia as it makes its way to the Atlantic Ocean this week. Colin is the third named storm of the 2016 hurricane season. And finally, in the news tonight, the trial of Baltimore officer Caesar Goodson Jr. is set to begin this week. He is one of five Baltimore City police officers in the Freddie Gray case still awaiting trial. Now, prosecutors say Goodson bears the most responsibility in Gray's death since he was the actual driver of the van at the time Gray suffered a fatal spinal cord injury. He faces second-degree murder charges. If convicted, he could very well face 30 years in prison. Well, everyone, this concludes this week's edition of In the News, but do stick with Let's Talk America Radio as we continue to keep you informed. Of course, we're out there on social media, but we really love Twitter to share news stories of the hour. So connect with us on Twitter. Our handle there is S.S. Thornton. Again, our handle on Twitter spelled out is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Do connect with us. Well, we have more for you. I am so excited to present some featured conversations tonight that will keep you informed. Awareness is critical. Stay with us. You're listening to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Bold Favor Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine where we highlight bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Subscribe, read, advertise, and enjoy, and understand how 103,000 people have subscribed to our list with substantial followings on Instagram and Twitter. To expand your brand to include professional profiles and spotlights, enjoy a mutually beneficial partnership beyond the magazine, call or email us today, www.boldfavormagazine.com, info at boldfavormagazine.com, or 866-611-3753. The future favors the bold. Be fearless in all you do. Bold Favor Magazine. Welcome back, everyone. Well, it's time for our inspirational quote of tonight. And, of course, as I reported during the In the News segment, boxing great Muhammad Ali has passed away. And tonight I would like to spotlight one of his most well-known quotes. Muhammad Ali once said, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. 
Again, boxing great Muhammad Ali once said, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. You know, I think Muhammad Ali's words really speak for themselves. Wherever you are in life, perhaps you're not an inspiring boxer, but an inspiring entrepreneur, actress, singer, whatever you may want to be at any age, be it at 20, 30, or 60 years old, always push forward, okay? Training or preparation or the sweat is a part of the journey, okay? And think of the end result, success, uh, productivity, uh, your goals reached and achieved. Wow, what a powerful statement on a gentleman who left a mark on many people's lives. Well, everyone, in mere seconds, we will present our first featured conversation for tonight. Hey, that bothersome back pain that you have been suffering with for years, is there anything you really can do with it? Well, my next expert believes you can, and he wants to share some vital information with you. Stay tuned in. You're listening to your weekly radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Remember, text message, however you reach out to your family, friends, neighbors, or colleagues, and let them know that we are live right now. This broadcast will impress. Stay with us. Hi, this is Leslie. I'm really enjoying the show. Let's Talk America keeps you in the know. Hi, my name is Tina Harrell, and I just love listening to Shana Thornton on Let's Talk America. It's wonderful. Please keep it going, Shana. Hi, I'm Yolanda, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Let's keep it going. Listeners of your national award-winning news talk family show, Let's Talk America, it is Tuesday night, and we are excited and honored uh, to put the spotlight on your health. We have a friend of the show back on with us. He's been on before a few months ago. I'm talking about the one and only David Foreman, known as the herbal pharmacist. He's back on tonight. We're talking about your health, but we're looking at a different angle of it. We are talking about lower back pain. Welcome back to the show. David. Oh, thanks for having me. And I'll, it's always heartwarming when I hear someone say, a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and you are, David. You are a friend of LTA Radio. Now, what I find very intriguing, a new study published in uh, JAMA, uh, Journal of American Medical Association, uh, Internal Medicine concluded that all of the neat gadgets that we see and that we uh, often know are being advertised, such as some of the back belts, some of the shoe insoles, um, were not as effective as we would have thought in preventing back pain, David. However, uh, researchers found exercise, the E-word, exercise, the listeners of Let's Talk America Radio, that exercise reduced the risk of repeated low back pain in up to 40% of participants in the year following an episode in this specific study um, group that they observed. You know, I'm a little blown away by that because I know individuals personally, David, that are very close to me that I love and adore, and they suffer from lower back pain chronically. Uh, they really do. They've had a list of things to do, but it didn't seem to help, including surgery for some of them. You've got to share with us, one, why is lower back pain seemingly so rampant right now in the U.S.? Um, if I could put it on one, right, so the answer is there's many reasons why. I think that perhaps one of the biggest reasons is that um, it's actually linked to the uh, obesity Okay. Uh, and, and or just our lifestyle. Okay. In, in order to have a healthy, strong back, uh, you need healthy and strong muscles. Oh, wow. And, you know, and so, so if you have that weakness and that comes through exercise and activity, um, 
and if you're not doing that, then you've got those muscles are weak and you're more likely to have a problem. And then, of course, weight. Anytime you uh, – matter of fact, it was interesting that we're, we're even talking about this okay. a few day, just a few days ago. I was in the grocery store, yeah. and, I, and I picked up – I needed to buy more dog food for my dog. Okay. And, and I have a large breed, so I bought like a 45-pound bag of dog food. And I, I – um, I carried it, and I was walking with my daughter, and I, talked, and I, I carried it right in, right in the front of me and with my arms wrapped around it. And I said to my daughter, I'm like, I'm like, baby girl, can you imagine? I said, I know so many people that are like 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight. I said, what I'm experiencing right now is what they experience all the time. Wow. I'm like, I can put this bag of dog food down, and it's not putting a strain on my back anymore, but... You know, think of the people that have that belly, you know, a lot of that body mass up okay. front, and that's putting a lot of uh, strain on, on your back, and you know, not just your organs, but your back, and and um, so I, but as for why, I mean, and the other thing is a lot of people, you know, you, you talked about friends and family that had, you know, had years and years of, of chronic issues, um, you know, part of it could go back to the whole thing that the Gemma uh, article you just mentioned, you know, people were trying too many gids, gid, you know, little gadgets and okay. and such and instead of really doing things that are uh, proactive, things that actually do work. Um, instead of you know, instead of using a, one of those cheesy little Velcro back braces you can pick up <laughs> local, you know, pharmacy or grocery okay. store. You know, why not strengthen the muscles in your core? I, you know, it's probably a better option. Wow. You know, I, I want to talk about another angle of it. You're right. Uh, so many people have tried um, the gadgets, hoping that this would work. I want to talk about another set of individuals, um, and by no means am I judging because it brings up the great point that you eloquently expressed about you and your daughter being in the grocery store, suffering from, you know, saying this is uncomfortable uh, just for a little bit. There are people that live with it 24-7, and I happen to be one of those individuals, David, that says until you walk in people's shoes, it can be difficult um, to even imagine what they're going through, not just with physical ailments, but anything, emotional, mental also. But we know um, recently there have been lots of articles, lots of news coverage on individuals who have abused uh, painkillers due to a lot of times it started with uh, back pain, lower back pain, knee issues, maybe they were in an accident, they've had discomfort in the back, um, and they have been placed on some very serious, hard-hitting pain pills. Um, unfortunately, some people, clearly not all, I know that for sure, many people have tried painkillers for different reasons and they wean off of it successfully. But some, as you know, being a pharmacist, become addicted. And because of that, there is a theory out there, they're saying that may be a surge in some of the heroin street use um, lately in the last year or so. Uh, as a pharmacist, as someone that gets medicine, you're also a human being. You're also obviously sympathetic with individuals going through physical ailments. Um, what's your perspective of that? Um, well, you know, it's interesting you bring up the, especially the more, you know, the addictive pain relievers that people end up getting put on. I mean, people aren't necessarily buying those off the street. You know, they're prescribed by, you know, their doctor. And um, as a matter of fact, the government uh, last year even reclassified hydrocodone, which is, most commonly found in the drug Vicodin. I think most people have heard of Vicodin before. Yeah. Vicodin is a combination of Tylenol or acetaminophen plus hydrocodone. And um, in, in that category, uh, it was recategorized to a, a more addictive class, and, and now you can't get refills. You have to go back for prescription. And it, it's sad. 
kind, you know, or harmless or not as harmful, you know, like the Tylenols, Advils, and the leaves. Yeah. You know, people think those aren't that bad for you because you can buy them without a prescription. Okay. Then you, um, even those can lead to the heavier, you know, uh, narcotic type medications that do require a prescription. So it's a really, you know, uh, slippery slope that we can get on. And, and you know, I don't, I don't blame people that get addicted. And I, I, there's some people listening now and going, dude, really, did you just say that? Um, that, that are addicted to meds and they're super, and, and I, I don't blame them. Okay. You know, like I look at some of the celebrities, you know, uh, in sports, Brett Favre, in entertainment, um, uh, um, shoot, nah, I lost his name, darn it, uh, it doesn't matter. The I mean, even, uh, I think Michael Jackson, we know that a lot of, uh, from what's being reported, his issues when he was involved in a burn and he had some back pain, which they said helped led to him not being able to sleep, and as we know, unfortunately, uh, he uh, was abusing um, a very, very powerful sedative, as you know, being a pharmacist, um, that ultimately, um, from my understanding, caused his death. I mean, so when we think of high-profile cases like that, but we also know people, David, you know, regular everyday people, too, that aren't celebrities with millions who suffer from pain, and they say it's unbearable. They can't sleep. Um, they're, you know, they have kids, they have obligations, but they're living with everyday pain. I, right. And so, you know, it, yes, it can, in most cases, I believe, happens accidentally. I don't think anybody ever out, I don't think the majority of the people out there are going, man, I can't wait to become a drug addict. I yeah, mean, whether it's prescription or illicit, doesn't really matter. Here's the problem I have, though, and it's not with the people themselves, always. It, sometimes it is. And sometimes that tough love, like I gave the last time I was on your show, I gave some tough love out. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so, you know, here's the tough love part of it, is that those narcotic painkillers really, unless you've had some major traumatic event, they're for short-term use. Okay. Physician allows you to have those things for long-term and they're not trying other things to mitigate your pain, then they're contributing to your your addiction. The other thing is, and now that you've heard me speak those words, if you ever get in that situation and you go more than a couple of weeks on those pain medications without your doctor offering you something else up and you and at the same time aren't insisting on something to be done, then shame on you as well. So it, it, both people are in ownership of becoming addicted. And okay. so like, like I just said earlier, you know, um, you know the, the fact that the uh, Journal of American Medical Association, Association says you can reduce it, you know, by, um, you know, the incidence in 40% of the people, that's pretty huge. Um, but what about all those people that, you know, did just have knee surgery or back surgery? Okay. Um, and... Nobody told them they're supposed to start walking, you know, or nobody told them they should ride a stationary bike, or nobody told them they should, um, you know, swim in a, in a hot swimming pool, or, you know, I mean, and so there are other things that need to be done so that people don't, in this case, don't have chronic back pain problems, and, and um, but yeah, the drug thing is definitely an issue, but there's, there's a way out of that and a way around it for a lot of people, and and sometimes just by adding in these natural things I'm going to talk about can be the difference between having to say, I have a buddy of mine, retired military, hurt in the military, major back problems. He's okay. one of my golfing buddies here yeah. in Florida. And, uh, and finally, he, he started, I didn't even know, he was like stalking me on the Internet. <laughs> he saw my TV segments I did a couple, like a year ago on, um, on the 
topic we were just talking about with pain reliever. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, dude, where do I, you know, where do I find that children and where do I get the passion flower and how much do I really need to take and you know th- those types of things and and he was able to and this is a guy that was ta- was taking Vicodin around the clock. Wow. And and he was able to go without it a lot of the time. I mean, granted, there were times where he was so screwed up and that and modern medicine really couldn't necessarily fix all the way. Okay. So in those cases, you know what? Yeah, he's probably going to have to take a narcotic periodically the rest of his life. What he wanted, though, was to not have to take it every four to six hours around the clock. I see. Day for the rest of his life. Okay. And, and that's where I think going natural and integrating the two worlds really play a huge role. You know, uh, you said it so eloquently, and I think it's a powerful statement um, that individuals probably need to hear again, which you said a few seconds. You said not only, of course, do the medical providers uh, have a responsibility of trying to inform patients, but, David, you also said that patients, in so many words, need to be their own advocates, right? They need to be asking questions and saying, okay, if I'm on this painkiller, I'm talking about the powerful, hard-hitting ones. Obviously, a lot of people are given after surgery um, for different reasons. Maybe it's a cesarean, maybe it's knee surgery, back pain, whatever it is. You're saying, let's talk about a plan with that medical provider on when we could possibly wean ourselves or lower the dosing or be completely off, right? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but in so many words, that's what you're saying. You you nailed it. I mean, exactly. So let's say, for instance, I was going in tomorrow for knee surgery. Okay. Way before I go in and and get sedated, I would want to know from my doctor, what's my treatment plan? What am I, you know, like, because I I know that when I, I'm done with that surgery, my knee's going to hurt like, you know what, and I'm going to want something to kill that pain. But at the same time, you know, I know because I've, I've known people that have had it, there's certain exercises they start doing the very next day. They, you know, people that have had hip surgery, they're up walking. Yes. Because they can get them up walking. Why is that? It, because we know that activity improves blood flow. It's, it improves the healing process. And so... But get a game plan going. Say, how, how long how long do patients normally take that drug after surgery or after this treatment okay. or after I've given birth or whatever yeah. it is? Find out. And then if you're like, so you're you're a week into it, you know, you know what? I probably shouldn't. I shouldn't need this anymore. They okay. 20, 28 tablets. It was a week's worth. I should be done. Yes. Um, if you're not better, then either there's something more serious wrong or two. You haven't begun the process of of uh, doing the the steps that maybe have laid out for you, or maybe never asked and no one ever told you. I mean, again, like you just said, there's only one person in the, in the doctor's office that's looking out for your best interest yes. normally, and that's you. That's right. Guarantee that, and and so. And remembering that your doctor is your employee. You're paying them. They're not paying you. Okay. So. And, and that's a valid point. Right. And we've had physicians on who have said that. Who have, and, who, and we had one physician on that even said, if you have a doctor not listening to you and, and you're not feeling encouraged to ask questions, then maybe you need to go to another physician. This was a specialist who said it, and that was his opinion. He said, because you have to be comfortable enough to know that you can ask questions. And he said uh, so eloquently, there's no such thing as a dumb question. So even if it's saying, well, I don't want to seem to bother the doctor or the nurse or his office, but you're saying if any question 
moment those painkillers come up, certainly reach out. You touched on something I want to harp on. You, you talked about moving more. Um, I know overall you are an advocate when it comes to lower back pain, which is it's going to be a little irony for those who suffer from back pain. You're saying move more and rest less. David, you have to defend your claim because I'm going to tell you, anyone who has ever had pain of any type after a C-section or after knee surgery or falling down, you know, you're thinking, hey, rest, sit down, don't move around so much, let your body heal. But you're, you're advocating move around. All right. Well, uh, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> I want to make one comment, though. I mean, there, there are certain instances, you know, where uh, the a level of activity or exercise is going to be dependent on your condition. Okay. So, um, you know, or what type of exercise you do. Um, you know, like I, um, some people maybe they can only do swimming. Okay. We know that we know that exercise releases your body's own natural endorphins. They're like natural little painkillers. We know that that movement uh, stimulates blood flow. Blood flow stimulates the detoxification of the body and, oh, by the way, the nourishment of the areas that may be in question or damaged. So um, whether it's yoga, um, uh, so for me, in uh, November I was playing golf in Arizona during uh, for four days in a row. I hurt my back last day, still played even though I heard it on the driving range. Okay. Um, I got back, stationary bike. Uh, and, I, and so I rode a stationary bike, I, but bending over on a traditional bike made my back feel worse. So I, I, I used a recumbent bike, a bike I could sit down on with my feet out, you know, where your back supported. And and so, and that did so much for my lower back. Wow. I, people have no idea. <laughs> it strengthened the muscles, which helps strengthen your back. Okay. You, you strengthen your back, you take the pain away. So, um, wow. I mean, so I, obviously you're saying let's get the mindset of saying we'll just sit around, I, I'm going to, you know, I, you're saying, don't, let's, I mean, if you've got to do it, like you say, use a little bit of common sense, obviously, to know what extent. But you're saying, and I know you've come on the show before, even talking about obesity, that if we can, we do need to be physically moving around, right? Right, yeah. I mean, it could be as simple as just going for a walk in the neighborhood. Okay. Well, um, and, and for some people, that I can tell you, like, I, I, I have an ex-wife that, um, had major back surgery, okay. lower back surgery, um, when we were dating. And within, you know, as soon as her physician told her that she should start walking, man, that girl walked. And granted, she was slow, but and I, my deal was whether she was staying with her girlfriend. I'm like, if you could walk all the way to Starbucks, which is like a mile and a half from her girlfriend, wow. that I said, I'll drive you back. You know, and, and that's what she did every day. I mean, it kind of got to be a pain after a while. But she'd be like, I'm at Starbucks, come pick me up. <laughs> you know, and, uh, but, you know, and, and, and so when, yeah, I remember going back at her six-week appointment, and she's, like, moving around like the, like a normal person that had that surgery, and everybody else in the room is, like, using canes and walking. Amazing, amazing. And, you know, and they're looking at her like, when they, so when did you have your surgery? And she's like, six weeks ago. And they're like, get out of here. Wow. That, that is like, interesting. What, what a great case. Uh, it's Tuesday night, listeners. You are tuned in to Let's Talk America Radio. We have with us the one and only, the herbal pharmacist, David Foreman. Uh, he is with us. He, of course, um, is a journalist and a sense, of course, a radio host of the syndicated show, The Herbal Pharmacist. We're excited to have him back on one. He is a friend of this show. Um, he's back on tonight talking about putting the spot spotlight on lower back pain. David, I have to know this. You've shared with me 
uh, before uh, the broadcast of the show, before this official interview, that vitamin D, of all things, D is for dog, right, that we often tell our toddlers or uh, small kids. You're saying that vitamin D has a role with pain? Explain. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of shocking to me. I, I uh, recently was asked to be on a, an advisory board for an organization called Organic and Natural Health Association, and, and they're part of an initiative. Um, it's called Power of D. So if you want to learn more about it um, or even find out more about their vitamin D levels, they can go to powerofd.org. But um, anyway, so I'm like, yeah, cool, I'll do it. And, and then I started digging in. And I've written articles on D in the past. Yes. And, you know, everybody thinks I think of vitamin D pretty much just for bone health. And then there's yes. people, people maybe on the fringe that are like, yeah, but I heard it's good for, you know, immune health. Like, you know, I heard it's good for prostate cancer and colon cancer and breast okay. cancer. And, you know, yeah, you're right. But then there's so many other benefits to vitamin D, one of which kind of shocked me. And, and, and I found this study that's very recent that was done in India. And they found that people that had low levels of vitamin D, low blood levels of vitamin D, um, were significantly more likely to have chronic back pain than uh, people who didn't. And, and the cause was unknown. Like, these people just had lower back pain or, or back pain of unknown cause. So they, they didn't know if it was because of a car accident or, you know, like I said earlier, maybe you're overweight, maybe you injured it at work, whatever it was. We, not, unknown causes... Low, low levels of vitamin D. They found that people that had lower, low levels of vitamin D in their blood were significantly more likely to develop back pain than people who had normal levels. Of wow. And that, and that is, that for me, that's a surprise. I'm not a health expert like you, but we hear about vitamin D so much, and usually when you talk about back pain, lower back pain specifically, no one ever mentions or thinks that vitamin D has a role in pain. No, you're not, yeah, it's, and it's kind of weird because vitamin D has an effect on our, um, has an effect on many different, um, like parts of, uh, physiology and biochemistry, and it's probably too technical to try to get into in a few minutes here on on your program, and that, and I don't want you to lose people that are listening in, so I'm going (laughs) to, we'll avoid doing that subject, but, um, I really would encourage people, um, I was telling you before we, we went on air that I had my vitamin D level checked yeah. um, as part of that initiative of Power of D, the, the Power of D.org. And, you know, I spent my 60 or $63, I forget what it was, to get my test kit. And uh, the normal range is between 40 and 60. And mine was 44. And I was like, I was surprised it was, I mean, it was like, sweet, you're in the range. I'm like, well, not sweet, because I was taking 5,000 units of vitamin D. Oh, wow. Okay. Almost every day. So, you know, I would encourage, and so now I'm actually taking more because I don't want to be at the low end. I want to be like, you know, kind of in the middle of that, of that range. So I've started taking even more. I found, I found a calculator that I plug, I plug in my, uh, my weight, what my score was, yeah. what I like my score to be. And it tells me, it told me I needed to take 8,000 units a day. So wow. a couple of days a week I take. 10,000 in a couple of days a week, I take five. Okay. I'm going to go back and forth. But uh, you know what? Well, I guess 
I was guessing before. I just kind of randomly was taking 5,000. I see. Uh, let's take the guess out of it, and everybody get your vitamin D level checked. It, yes. It's, an at, it's a test kit you can do at home. Okay. And it, it's not, you know, I don't know, maybe $60 is expensive to some. Maybe it's not to others. Yes. To me, to me my health is priceless. Yes. And I wanted to know. So, um I yeah, and, and of course you found out, realized that you had um, a level that you want to be increased. And so obviously they've got to get a check, be it um, at home or go to their medical provider, find out for more information, go to their local pharmacist, and maybe they can have that conversation with them. You know, I've got to know this, you know, are there any herbs or supplements? Because um, we have a lot of listeners that come from different backgrounds. Some love the natural way. Uh, they want to know as much as possible. Um, some obviously say, well, you know, I'm okay with prescription drugs. Um, I think, obviously, that conversation has to be had with specifically with your own personal medical provider and information you research. But information is key, and we know that here at Let's Talk America Radio. David, you know, what supplements are out there, herbs that maybe can help um, with the lower back pain, in particular the inflammation? Because that's what Right, I'm assuming is a lot of the root of the pain that we're feeling, right, with our pain receptors. Right, and actually, my my favorite one in this case is an ingredient called celadrin. Uh, it's spelled C-E-L-A-D-R-I-N. So if you go to your local health food store, they might have their own store brand of it, or okay. it could be in another brand. But that's the name of the ingredient, and celadrin. You can buy two different ways. You can buy it um, in a capsule or you can buy it in a cream. And I use the two differently, so I'll explain real quick. So what Celadrin does uh, is a few things. One is it helps the body's natural fight against inflammation. Okay, so it supports your body a healthy inflammatory response. Um, Why is that so important with back issues? Well, most people have inflammation somewhere around the spine, Usually that's causing, um, you know, that inflammation causes uh, more pressure on the nerve endings, that, and that's what uh, is perceived as pain. Um, the other thing that Celadrin does, though, it also um, helps to rehydrate your cells. And why is that important? Well, in the, okay. uh, in the case of the connective tissue, that spongy uh, connective tissue between your vertebrae, that sort of acts like a, uh, a cushion. It's all, uh, that connective tissue all, often is in, in between your larger joints as well. That, that if, if that gets dried out, we'll call it, um, then the sponginess goes away. It's sort of like if you have a real sponge and you think about it, if the sponge is wet, it's kind of squishy. But if the sponge is dried out, it's kind of like pushing down on the countertop. It, it doesn't really go anywhere. Wow. So, Celadrin can help rehydrate the sponge. We'll we'll stay on that analogy. Okay. And by doing that, a lot of times you'll help people get rid of the discomfort they're having. So there's sort of a two-for-one activity or action when it comes to taking it by mouth. Now, topically, it's one of my – well, it's not one of. It's my favorite, and the only thing I will use, if I have – if I have pain in my joints or even my muscles – I um, I get my Celadrin cream jar out and I apply the cream directly to the spot. So this is one of those things where you can use Celadrin spot on. Like a lot of people with lower back pain, they usually have a uh, one of their butt muscles, you know, the gluteus muscle. One of them on either the left or right side will be 
you'll feel pain in there, like someone's jabbing a knife in your butt, basically. Oh, wow. Um, uh, you know, or almost into your hip. A lot of people even feel it in their hip. You can take the selogen cream and rub it on that area, and then usually within, I'd say at the most, 20 minutes, you'll start to get relief. Um, and to the point where you're, I mean, I've been blown away. Like, I used to run half marathons, and I did one full marathon, and I used to use Celadrin after my run wow. to help my, help my body feel better quicker. It works phenomenal. So for those people, or for those, I know we've been talking lower back pain, but there's a lot of people listening right now that probably have pain in their neck. You know, that's what we're talking about. Yes. Fine. Usually for people that have pain up in their neck, it's also in their shoulders. And so I found that by applying Celadrin to the shoulders, and people, everybody that's listening right now that's has that problem, they're, they're, they're nodding their heads going, man, yeah, exactly, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, you can apply Celadrin cream to that, those areas, and um, usually within, like I said, within 20 minutes, you're going to notice a, a, a pretty significant reduction in pain. Um, and if you keep doing it long enough, or maybe use it um, before a massage, you can even help to you know, relax those muscles that might be uh, getting too tense. Wow. So some very great advice. Um, again, offering you options here on this award-winning National News Talk program, the one and only David Foreman is with us. David, but before you leave us, I think what I recently found out when it came to lower back pain, you are also an advocate of individuals to find a way to simply relax, the R word. And you're saying relax and possibly get a massage. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. This is a pharmacist yeah. saying this? You've got to explain. Yeah, look, uh, well, it kind of goes back to, um, well, I'll just say it anyway. So here's the deal. Um, usually when you have, uh, whether it's lower back pain, middle back pain, or even up in your neck, yeah. muscles are involved in 99.9% of the time. And when the muscles get tight, they don't just get tight on one side of your body, they get tight on both. And when you have those two opposing muscle groups tensing up and pulling, it's like tug of war on your spine. And so anything you can do to relax those muscles, kind of like I just said, using Celadrin doesn't necessarily relax them, but it helps the pain. Getting a massage will relax those muscles. And when you can relax those muscles, you'll relieve that, that muscle that's pulling, against, you know, pulling your spine one direction or on the other side pulling the opposite direction. Okay. And it's sort of like a, a spinal tug of war with the muscles. Um, so, and, and so massage... Uh, is probably one of the best things. I like moist heat. That's another great thing to relax the muscles. And then um, I also like an herb to be taken by mouth. It's an herb called passion flower. Okay. Passion flower um, helps relax muscles as well. Uh, normally people hear passion flower for more for anxiety and sleep, but I've used it successfully for years in helping to relax muscles also. Wow. So, uh, so there are options out there. Of course, knowledge is critical when it comes to your health. Again, millions of Americans suffer from lower back pain. And here, of course, tonight we uh, were honored to have the one and only the herbal pharmacist, David Foreman, on with us specifically talking about this very common uh, health concern, if you will, this health plague that many individuals live with. David, um, before you leave us, you know there's someone out there sitting in San Diego, California, or there in the Bronx uh, in New York. 
like uh, Brafter in Charleston, South Carolina. They have been living with the back pain um, maybe months, even years. Um, they're fed up. Uh, they heard everything you said. They've taken mental notes. Maybe they've even jotted it down, right? Um, but they're thinking, but when I visit a pharmacist or any medical provider, um, you know, they're going to give me a list of things to do, and I've tried all of those. And, again, uh, not walking in those individual shoes, but it can be very frustrating when people um, tell you ideas, give you options, you've tried them, you've failed them, and you're still in pain, which is unfair. Any uh, words of wisdom, uh, being an acclaimed pharmacist yourself, uh, for these individuals living with back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, David, they just want to be able to rest at night and remember those days where they were not suffering. Well, I think if I had to say one thing, I would say I would encourage people to not quit trying. Okay. Um, you know, it's in medicine, whether it's natural or modern, there is no such thing as one size fits all, um, and, and it goes, and that goes with the programs. Like what you know, what works for for you, my dear, might not work for me, um, or you know. But keep on searching and seeking because the answer is out there. Um, I firmly believe that uh, you know God put on the earth what we need to you know not only sustain ourselves but heal ourselves. Um, so just just keep on looking. Uh, I, I mentioned you know a couple of natural products, Celadrin and Passion Flower. Um, you know we talked about supplementing with vitamin D. You know those could very well work great for you, but there's maybe people that those aren't, and so you keep on looking and. I encourage people to, you know, reach out to me through my website or okay. com and use me as a sounding board or a reference or um, and ask more questions. I encourage people that listen to your program, my dear, to, to uh, don't be afraid to ask me questions. Awesome. Tell us again the website and maybe if they want to connect with you on Twitter or out there on Facebook. Uh, it, it's all one stop, man. I love it. Herbal. <laughs> Pharmacist.com. I have a blog. They can connect to my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and um, God, there's probably other things there. I don't remember what's there right now. <laughs> um, I've got TV segments I've done Very nice. pop- on this topic, and you can uh, probably uh, catch a video for three and a half minutes and get the the short and sweet version of what we chatted about tonight. Wow. Well, we've got to stay informed on health matters. David, of course, we're going to have you back on later in the year to talk about more issues dealing with our health and informing us on the many options out there. Again, David Foreman, the herbal pharmacist, your friend of Let's Talk America Radio, David. Thank you very much. Have a great evening. Hi, my name is Kezia Alford. For more information on my music, please go to keziaalford.com. That's K-E-Z-I-A-A-L-S-O-R-D.com. Or find it online at any digital outlet. I pray that my music blesses your soul. And you are currently listening to Let's Talk America with Jane of Thornton. Welcome back, listeners of your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. You know, each year, more than 70 million post-surgical patients receive opiates and receive and research actually shows that one in 15 will go on to long-term use of these medications, actually putting them at risk for abuse or addiction. Now, while prescription opiates can be an important part of treatment, patients and caregivers that, are, that uh, should know 
that they should be aware of alternatives and that are available to effectively manage pain after surgery. I'm no expert, but right now we have someone on with us uh, that knows a lot about surgery and pain. I'm talking about Dr. Scott Sigmund. Uh, he offers his patients a combination of non-opiate medications before, during, and after surgery, and he is an orthopedic surgeon. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio, Dr. Sigmund. Hello, Shana. Thank you for the opportunity today. Oh, thank you, sir. Now, I want to uh, get to it because, you know, this is a very hot trending topic right now. Um, there has been a lot of it in the news. Um, even the president has uh, added some uh, information to this conversation about opiates and potential addiction use. Not that everyone who uses it goes on, but why has opiate use become such a growing problem in the U.S. now? So, you know, I'm an orthopedic surgeon, and when I operate on patients, it, it hurts. And, and what we try to do is to get patients through that healing process by minimizing their pain. The gold standard has always been uh, for the management of pain is, is opioids. And the problem is, as you correctly stated, about one out of 15 patients that start on opioids will go on to long-term use. Okay. Uh, and so that's a major crisis that we're seeing in our country at this time. Wow. I mean, so uh, we know the issue. You eloquently stated it for us. What pain management options are available for people facing surgery? Because, Dr. Sigmund, uh, you know this better than anyone, being a surgeon yourself, and perhaps you have had surgery yourself. I know many of our listeners have. Uh, when you come out of surgery, there can be some pretty tough pain. Yeah, so there, it's, that's a great question, and there's some really great new options that are available. So, for example, I use a medication called Exparel, which is a long-acting form of uh, anesthesia that can be applied at the time of surgery, very similar if you went to the dentist, for example. Okay. And, and believe it or not, you know, when my patients come out of a major surgery after using Exparel, they have no pain. They literally can get up. If I do a knee replacement, for example, they can be walking that afternoon, and they will tell me that they are in no pain at all. And that can last to upwards of, of a couple of days, which can, okay. can really help to dramatically reduce the need for opioids. Wow. So about how many patients responded to the use of non-opiate treatments to pain management from your experience? 100 percent. Doctors that are well-trained in this technique, uh, we, we really uh, capture every single patient as they come out, uh, really, again, dramatically reducing the need for opioids. Wow. You know, I want to go back to um, being in that hospital setting, okay, because uh, that is uh, a huge component when it comes to treatment. So someone's had the surgery. They're not as apt in the medical uh, terminology as you, Dr. Sigmund. Obviously, you're an acclaimed surgeon. Um, they come in. Maybe there is a registered nurse who's explaining the medications. Maybe it's a physician, him or herself. But most patients say, well, the doctor or the nurse knows best. They're telling me what to be on. Um, I know you believe that patients should really educate themselves as much as possible about the options that are out there. Any suggestions for those who are listening in who may be expecting surgery or we never know when we may be needing surgery when they're saying, but the doctor has put me on this, Dr. Sigmund? So I urge every single patient out there that you can talk to your doctor, and you need to. You have, you have rights. You have the option okay. uh, to have that discussion about what available options there are. And if you're not sure what questions to ask, which is, yes. which is very reasonable, I, I suggest going to patientdiscussionguide.com where they have a number of questions that are available. Write them down. Take them with you to the doctor. I have a conversation with every single patient prior to surgery about what my okay. expectations are and what their expectations should be as well. 
Wow. So I, what a great point. I just want to emphasize again that you're saying um, why not just bring it up before the actual procedure, right? I mean, because I guess in all fairness for many that have had surgery, to do it on the day of the surgery or after the surgery uh, can be sometimes uh, mind-boggling because there's a lot going on even with the body. But you're saying do it before everything takes place? Oh, 100%. We want to empower our patients. We want to prevent patients from entering this horrible opioid crisis and substance abuse uh, epidemic. So if you have that conversation, I, I look forward to the day when every patient comes into my office and says, doctor, this is what I want you to do for my pain management. That really helps me to, to empower the patient and get them through the healing, uh, healing uh, experience. PatientDiscussionGuide.com is a wonderful website that should give you the questions that you need to ask both your doctors and your nurses either before surgery or in the hospital setting as well. Thank you so much for joining us. It was my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. We feature meaningful conversations each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our brand-new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is talking Talk radio with substance. Tune in. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning family program, Let's Talk America. You know we're always looking for those experts that have great advice and tips for us. And right now we're putting the spotlight on fresh foods and also cuisine. And I'm no expert, of course, but we seek the best. And right now we have award-winning New York chef on with us, Seamus Mullen. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Now, uh, let's get to the gritty of it. Um, I want to talk food, but we want to talk healthy, and we want to talk freshness. And I know you are a big advocate and a fan of families eating fresh foods, right? Absolutely. Why? <laughs> well, you know, I think it's really, really important, particularly with young kids, to set up good habits early. That is getting kids to uh, make sure that they understand the value of eating vegetables, but also learning to appreciate and, and like vegetables. So it's really our responsibility as adults to make sure that we make those vegetables as delicious and as exciting as we can. And, uh, and, and that can be a challenge sometimes for kids, for kids because kids tend to be very apprehensive at first to trying new things. But once, you know, once we can kind of break through to kids, it's amazing. How, how just open-minded they can be and how they can develop really, really great palates and, and set those good habits in motion for the rest of their life. You know, Seamus, I love the concept. Now, you know there's a parent listening to us right now out of Tampa, Florida, and they're saying, I hear you, I know veggies have great benefits, but my kid is stuck on the processed foods because perhaps uh, they're getting it from daycare or they're getting it when they go visit grandmother or grandfather, and then when you introduce the fresh broccoli or the fresh spinach or the fresh string beans, they're saying, eh, no thank you, I'd rather just keep what I have on my plate. Yeah, it's challenging, and you know it's really, really hard because um, because the processed foods tend to be so so craveable for kids. But really, it's our job to create craveable foods that are made from real ingredients. Um, and one of the great ways of doing that is you know looking at particularly now that we're getting into the spring and we're starting to see all these spring vegetables come up. Uh, if you have a local farmers market or or a um, 
or even a farm stand where you stop off on your way home from work, looking at seeing what the vegetables are that are there and then pairing them with different herbs and spices can really help to make them vibrant and exciting and interesting to kids. You know, one of my things, favorite things to do is, uh, is, is, uh, is, is to cook asparagus in the spring because it's one of the great spring vegetables. And using uh, asparagus with a little bit of herbs, whether it's dill or oregano or basil or lemon juice, can make it much more vibrant and exciting up to a kid than just doing your plain old boiled asparagus. Well, broccoli is one, is a classic one where kids can get, you know, really hung up on broccoli and don't like broccoli at all. Uh, but if you add some lemon juice to broccoli and maybe even a little bit of chili powder, suddenly it becomes really exciting and vibrant and, uh, and much more dynamic. Wow. So that's some great advice. You're saying we can spruce it up with some spices, then not do it the not saying plain and boring, but a way where kids can enjoy the health benefits and still yet be tasty. Exactly. And you know, another thing that I do a lot when I'm cooking, um, which I think really helps, is that typically, you know, mom and dad, when they're cooking for the kids, they might make some if they, they know they want the kids to have veggies, so they might make some steamed, steamed broccoli on the side or some string beans or something like that. And it becomes a side dish, and it's this big pile of vegetables that, you know, for the kid, it's a little bit like, oh, I have to eat this, I have to eat this. But if you take those vegetables and then you incorporate it into the dish, so let's say maybe you, you could be doing a stir-fry of chicken with, with, um, with some broccoli in it and some spices and herbs, suddenly it all becomes incorporated, and the chicken makes the broccoli taste a little bit better, the broccoli makes the chicken taste a little bit better, and the spices make everything taste better. So all that together makes it um, easier for the kids. So they're looking at a whole dish, not compartmentalized, like they have their piece of chicken on one side of the plate and the broccoli on the other side of the plate. Rather, everything is together. It's a nice kind of way of, of almost tricking the kid into eating some of the veggies. Mmm, yummy. We are on uh, live right now. Let's Talk America Radio. We have Seamus Mullen on. Of course, many uh, know his name. He's an award-winning acclaimed chef based out of New York. Uh, he's a restauranter. He has a cookbook. He's known for many things. Also known for being an authority on health and wellness. You know, I have to ask you this when I have someone of your caliber on. You know, we most people can cook. Now, if they're good cooks, is another story. But when we're cooking the fresh veggies, right, how well should we be cooking them. I mean, because you know there's someone saying, I like the veggies, but they tell me all the health benefits is when it's near raw. I mean, is, is that true? Or, I mean, can we, is there such thing as overcooking veggies? You can definitely overcook vegetables, and, and then you end up losing, you know, not all of the, the, the nutritional quality of the vegetables, but, um, you know, you lose a lot of the chlorophyll and a lot of things start, start to break down. So with green vegetables, I like to cook them until they're bright green. Um, and uh, and just slightly al dente, so they're not totally mushy. Um, and you know, I, I try to stay away from just overcooking the vegetables. You, want, you don't, they don't have to be raw. But, okay. Yeah, just cook until they've got a little bit of, as we like to call, toothiness to them. So they're a little bit, little bit crunchy still, just a tiny bit. Um, and that's when you really taste the most of the vegetable, and you really get all the nutrients from it. Wow, yummy. Now, uh, Seamus, right now you know there's a lot of buzz about natural and organic foods. I know um, you grew up uh, being exposed to fresh foods, and I know that's why you're a health advocate and a big fan of fresh foods, as we all uh, should be, because, you know, we know processed foods have the negative effects. But uh, is it necessary for a family listening to you right now from Orangeburg, South Carolina? They're on a tight budget. They go into the local grocery store. They see that organic foods or the veggies or the – our fruit tends to be a lot higher than the other ones. Is there a real benefit to it, or you would suggest just get the fresh fruits and, and go home and cook it? Listen, I think the most important 
that's the absolute most important. Okay. Get the fa family together and cook with real ingredients. Cook with real raw vegetables, real raw produce, not something that's processed. If you can afford organic, that's usually a better choice. Um, you know, we don't want to be consuming unnecessarily uh, chemicals and pesticides. Um, if you can afford, you can go for reach for certified non-GMO food. That's always best because we we uh, we don't necessarily know what the long-term effects of eating GMO foods are. Yeah. But the most important thing really is just to start cooking together. Okay. So the, the you know uh, people often ask it, well, it's just, I can't afford to to eat all this healthy stuff, and, and my response is, you know, just start cooking. Okay. Wow, and I, I would assume you'd be a big fan of this. When you're cooking, at least you know the ingredients that are going in the food, right? Maybe it's not, um, you know, over salted. You know what's going in yourself. Exactly. You know that there's not um, excess sugar going in. There's no preservatives. There's no chemicals going into the food. Uh, you know, when you look at the, the ingredient list on, on most processed foods or packaged foods, there's so many things on there that don't even sound like foods that, you know, most of us don't even know what they are. But it's really important to, to look at this and make sure that you can recognize everything as real food before you, before you eat it. And, and a great way to do that is to, is to cook for yourself. And it doesn't have to be super complicated. I mean, a really nice simple way of getting kids to eat some fruits and, and, and um, like particularly now in the spring as we brought the summer we have great berries and melons and things like that. It's just to chop up some fruit, toss it with a little bit of vanilla extract, a little bit of cinnamon powder and suddenly you've got a really, really good uh, fruit salad that is not a complicated recipe, it doesn't take very long to okay. prepare. That's right, and Healthy Farm, and may it be a, a lifelong legacy that they pass on to next generation. Seamus, we've enjoyed having you here on Let's Talk America Radio. Is there a website or somewhere you can direct our national listeners to go to for more information on healthy food choices and about you? Sure, absolutely. You know, a great a great place to, to find out more ideas. Now, if there's a particular vegetable you, you picked up at the farmer's market or the grocery store and you're not sure what to do with it, you can go to... Uh, you can go to McCormick.com, and in the search field, you can enter it in. So you find some asparagus, you want some ideas for asparagus, so you can put in asparagus, and it's going to suggest a bunch of different recipes to cook with. Um, so that's a great place. You can also go to the McCormick um, Facebook page, which has a, a ton of info. And, uh, and for more information on me, you can follow me on social media at, at Seamus Mullen, um, or you can go to my, to my personal website, which is SeamusMullen.com. There's lots of info there. And, uh, and that, you know, there's, there's tons of recipes you can find there and, and great ideas for cooking healthy food and getting your kids done. I love it. Seamus Mullen, thanks for making magical cuisine and keeping us informed. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So many people are overwhelmed with trials and opposition. There's jealousy, fear, detrimental eating habits, financial challenges, addiction to drugs and alcohol, and so much more. I want to tell you, you don't have to be. Our company, CRM Enrichment, is on a mission. A mission to show you how to take control of your life, health, and happiness. Our CRM Empowerment Series will equip you how to handle challenges and opposition. People respond best to vision. Therefore, we use drama, vision, and words to equip and empower you to take charge of your destiny. We show you how to focus on the solution and not the problem. There are seven individual series in which we seek to reach everyone, men, women, teens, and children, 
For more detailed information, visit our website, crmenrichment.com. Welcome back, listeners of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio. You know, cooking in is apparently out to a lot of people. Now, whether it's a lack of time or a lack of skills, fewer people are cooking at home these days. But a brand-new program hopes to stir up interest in the joys of home cooking. Now, here to dish out a few tips is lifestyle expert, TV host, and acclaimed chef Catherine Diorio. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio, Catherine. Hi, Shane. How are you? I am amazing and so excited and honored to have you on. Now, I have to know this. Why is it that cooking at home or home cooking um, shows are more popular than ever? But still, we know um, just from looking around that people don't actually do much cooking themselves because a lot of fast food restaurants and other restaurants stay jam-packed, Catherine. I know. You know, um, as someone who loves to cook, that makes me sad. But I think it's like anything. It's like the armchair traveler, you know. People watch the shows and they think, oh, I can't do that. So I'm just going to watch it and then I'll go order it at a restaurant. And these days, cooking shows have become really sophisticated, you know. And so it can be very intimidating for people who are like novice cookers or neophytes to, to actually feel like they can do it, but but they can, and that's what yes. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> you know, what are some of the challenges or obstacles that many people face when attempting to cook at home? Well, I think for all of us, we're all so busy these days, definitely, we all feel like there's no time. Okay. And, and then, of course, there's that added element of, again, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing, and then I don't know what I'm doing with no time. just seems very overwhelming, and it's much easier to pick up the phone and dial for takeout. But, you know, I think there's just really easy solutions to that. Yes. So, I mean, with with the no time, it's all about planning ahead because I know after a day of work, even though I love to cook, the last thing I feel like doing is coming home and figuring it out at that minute. You know, I kind of want to just be able to get right in the kitchen, start cooking, and get my food on the table as soon as possible. So, you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to ask really quick, before we start on the campaign and easy tips to get it going, as a chef, obviously you know food and you know the healthiness of food, right? You know, just emphasize to our national and international listeners, Catherine, out there, how important it can be also to prepare our own meals, you know, even if we're being inspired by awesome chefs like you, because that way when we're doing it, I I would think that it's a sense of empowerment, but also would you opt to say healthier than choosing some of the fast food or other food options out there? You know, uh, yes. And and the reason being is, you know, restaurant food, no matter how good a quality is, I mean, hey, we we use a lot of salt, we use a lot of oil. Some of us use a lot of butter and a lot of cream and all those things that make things really delicious. That's why sometimes you're in the restaurant and you're like, mm, why doesn't it taste like this in my own kitchen, you know? And that's why, because you probably would never put that much salt or butter or yes. oil in your own food when you're actually cooking it. So, you know, definitely. I think that eating out is, is great. It's so much fun. and But it's really important to kind of take a break and to stay in, cook your own meals, because, you know what, that's the only way, you're going to know exactly what you're eating. Wow, I love it. And that's uh, healthy for all of us, especially those who have kids already, right? For them to see how important it is that we can cook at home and how we're controlling our portions, right? 
Absolutely. And I think, you know, on the topic of kids, one of the things that's so important, I think, is kind of showing them that it can be done. Because I know so many of my girlfriends, they yes. don't cook, but the reason is, is their moms never cooked. Okay. So they kind of didn't see that, that, you know, hey, you can do this, and this is, you know, easy, and they learn things. You know, you, you're a little sponge yes. when you're a kid. You pick up all those things. Absolutely. And so I think it's really great, you know, yes, and I, to yes. take some time. It is, and I think there are all sort of educational benefits when you cook with kids, even counting and measuring. Now, let's go back to this new campaign that I know is aiming to get millennials, we have a lot of millennials that listen to this show, back in the kitchen. What are some tips, what are some easy ways to convince all of us, millennials or even Generation Xers, or even uh, those baby boomers to say, hey, let's get back in the kitchen and do what's healthy? Well, okay, so let me tell you a little bit about the program because I want to, after I give you all these tips, I want yes. your listeners to join our pledge, which is a pledge to cook in for one week. So wow. all you have to do is go to Twitter, Instagram, and okay. use the hashtag Great American Cookin'. And so for the whole month of May, we are doing this challenge, and so we would love listeners to cook for one week and then show us what they're cooking. Wow. So this is going to help sharpen meal plans. It's going to build confidence. And, again, it's that community. I think that's one of the great things about food is how it brings people together. And this is a great way to get in touch with other people and encourage other people I to cook it. and say, hey, you can do it. So as far as my tips, though, I think, honestly, the most important thing, strategize and stock up. So what okay. I mean by that is, you know, on Sunday afternoon when you're kicking back after you read the paper, write up your list of what you want to go and buy at the grocery store. What do you want to cook that week? What does your week look like? You know, because okay. sometimes you have those really busy weeks. You know that you're going to be running late home from work. So that might mean that that's a week that you're going to prepare most of your meals on Sunday night or yeah. try to do most of the prep work ahead Okay. So that when you get home, you're not spending hours in the kitchen. Okay. Um, I would say partially prep. So, you know, if you can cook something in advance, maybe if you're making something that has peppers in it on Monday night, but you know you're going to use peppers Wednesday, you know, chop up enough peppers, put them in a Ziploc bag, throw them in the, in the um, fridge, okay. and then Clever. pull them out so that's already done. You know, I figure Clever. if you can condense your tasks, do it. Okay. Um, I say, there's no shame in enlisting help, whether that be your children, whether that be your husband, your wife, yeah. you know. And But, you know, ask the butcher, ask the fishmonger to prepare your, your meat, your fish, you know, buy pre-chopped vegetables. All the stores have them these okay. days. So, you know, there's definitely no shame in that. And so often the most time-consuming part of cooking is all of the prep, all the washing and chopping and, you know, preparing. Yes. And then I say double down. So if you're making a sauce, make two batches. Freeze one of them. So that, okay. that way, it's, you know, you need to, you can just pull out of the fridge and have it ready, and then you need use it over whatever it happens to be, your protein, a starch. And that, again, saves time. Wow. You know, make ahead. What, like, what smart strategies? Because you're all about saving time, which you know is the biggest obstacle that people will say why they don't cook at home. We're talking right now on Let's Talk America Radio with the claim chef, Catherine DiOrio. Uh, she is sharing um, some great information, talking about a new campaign to get everybody of every generation back in the kitchen cooking, putting their own hands in it and empowering. You know, before you leave us, Catherine, uh, do you have any suggestions or advice for those who are listening to you and they say, 
saying, hey, I get it, cancer, I love great food, but when I cook, when I've attempted to cook in the past, it doesn't look like the wonderful cuisine that you do on your television show or the other popular chefs. It doesn't look like that, so I'm a little nervous. Any uh, advice? Because you know a lot of times people compare themselves, whatever they're doing, to others. Yes, I I, I get it. <laughs> um, so, you know, this is what I always say, is you – didn't learn to drive and go from zero to a hundred and so you shouldn't expect that when you get in the kitchen you know that's what I do every day so but what I can say is if you need inspiration sometimes that's the biggest thing when you're in the kitchen yes I have a bunch of recipes on forkful.com so head over there have the listeners get some, you know, get some inspiration okay. and, um, and definitely take the pledge. Come wow, down. take the pledge. We can do it. Catherine, you've given us a great <laughs> argument on why we should get back into the kitchen. Thanks for all that you do. Keep making great food. Thank you so much. This is DJ Nicholas, Gospel Radio from Kingston, Jamaica, and you're listening to Let's Talk America. Keep it locked. Well, everyone, thanks for sticking with Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton tonight. We certainly appreciate your time and also you sharing our live broadcast with family, friends, colleagues, and literally everyone you know. We will be back on next Tuesday night, same time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, friendly reminder, you should know that Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton actually has expanded. We now broadcast live at 8 p.m. every Saturday night on WAEC Love 860 AM News Talk out of Atlanta, okay? So if you're in the Atlanta area and you're driving in the car, please turn your car down to 860 AM radio, or you can listen in live from anywhere in the world by visiting www.love860.com. And do know these are new segments, okay? They're not repeats from our Tuesday night edition. So do stay with us. Well, we appreciate everything. Great news, of course. Great talk and we love awesome music and tonight the music of Mr. Country Fly a inspirational rapper out of Atlanta Georgia will share his music it's called Father Father happy Father's Day to all of the dads out there uh, June is your month we salute great men who make a difference in the lives of others all right the music of Mr. Country Fly will close us out stay tuned in to Let's Talk America Radio we keep you informed keep the conversation going Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is an entity of Pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2016. Views and statements expressed by guests are their own. They do not represent the views of the staff or production team at Let's Talk America Radio. And we struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice. I work hard to be a father It's a struggle just to get it right Every day you gotta sacrifice I work hard to be a father Sometimes I feel like the world is on my shoulder Every day ride like a soldier Gotta get home, tuck my babies in That's a long time and them dividends and it's hard work but I stay strong to teach my little girl right from wrong and my son's like to stay up out the streets 
and build a mouth opportunities. How to love a woman, how to trust a man. Believe in God and you'll understand what it takes to make you through this life. No matter what, daddy got to sacrifice to be right there next to you. The homework and life lessons you go through when you graduate and when you walk that out. The joy in my heart when I see that smile. We can laugh, we can cry, spend time together. Fall and scratch your knees, I make it all better. But if you get out of line, I'ma love you tough. And show you where you went wrong, tighten me up. Birthday party, take your family pics. No matter the occasion, I don't want to miss. Between work and church, home and all. Papa seems so busy trying to juggle it all. Struggle just to get it right Every day you gotta sacrifice I work hard to be a father It's a struggle just to get it right Every day you gotta sacrifice I work hard to be a father This song dedicated to my daughters, Kylie and Tamia, my sons, Dre Jr. and Aiden. I just want you to know daddy loves you. And no matter what, I'll always be there for you. Anytime you need me, I'm right here. I just a phone call away. And we struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice. I work hard to be a father. Struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice. I work hard to be a father. I gotta raise your right and do the best I can. Build a bond you can trust and hold your hand. If you need to talk, I'm right there for you. Through the good and the bad times, cheer you through. Take walks in the park, we can cool all day. I know it's like sometimes work getting away. Practice out of late meetings By the time I get home Here yeah, goes the evening Tired of what out There's no other reason Neglecting the fact Full attention is needed A third strain effort Compared to the bills When it came by Timing that day on the real So it's more than life It's just what I can buy Refuse not to spend Some quality time Gotta balance it out It's she was about Depend on me To figure it out To all of the fathers Dedicated to you The eyes and face Things we go through Just to be a part Of our child's life Sometimes it's easy Sometimes it's strife Daddy do it That's what I do From diaper changes And how to drive the dance fight about the ball games I'll be right there on the sidelines And we struggle just to get it right Every day you gotta sacrifice I work hard to be a father It's a struggle just to get it right Every day you gotta sacrifice Do you need to see a doctor today and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baruti and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. 